What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Hot Fire Podcast. It is your host, Whitney. The podcast is now on Twitter and Instagram at How Far Podcast. On both platforms, you're able to know what the new episode is about, what's going to happen with it, how how you can go ahead and participate. You know, you can like and share and let other people come in, you know, and listen with you. And on both platforms at How Far Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. In the link, there is a link tree that takes you directly to wherever you love to listen to your podcast on, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Anchor, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are streamed on, Half Our Podcast is on, so you can go ahead and link and enjoy, and don't forget to share the podcast. And we are back. How'd y'all like the break? It was a nice two weeks. It was a good break for me because I feel like things went to shit um and so that break was honestly much needed but we'll get into that later um I will you know I will tell you how far my week and stuff but today I will be having a guest just to bounce off because I wasn't gonna do it by myself but I decided to you know have a guest on here so we're having a guest come back it dunks it you know they'll just be chilling with us today and kind of we'll just bounce off each other and you know Let's talk about today's topic. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay, so since you're the guest, we'll yes. start with how far you're two weeks, because it's been two weeks. So how far you're two weeks and then we'll go to me. So how far? It's been stressful. A good sort of stressful. Um, because I I started a new job. That's exciting. Uh, Black excellence. But they finessed me because the job is teaching crap that I haven't done in like three years. So I have to like teach myself and then teach other people and then test those other people. So, yeah. It's a good refresher for you, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And hopefully good things come out of it. So, yeah, that's been my two weeks. Your, how about yours? Uh, my two weeks has also been stressful. Also been stressful. The first part of the two weeks was stressful because, for one, the COVID numbers in Texas went up. They shot up. And so now I'm back working from home, which is a good thing because I feel a lot safer. Um, but before all of that happened, was it before all that happened? Before all that happened, something happened with my old car. And... Um, I got a new one, which is kind of exciting, but I feel like I just could not really enjoy the process like I would have loved to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I have a car now, and I love it. So That's great. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I feel like a big girl. Oh, my God. But this adulting is pretty crappy, but, you know, I'm not sure why we were excited to grow up. Were you excited to be a grown-up? No, I was excited to drink. Past that, I didn't really plan ahead. Excited <laughs> to drink at what age? I was excited to drink at 21. Yes. <laughs> but I thought you were looking forward to was just being able to drink. Honestly, I was looking forward to moving out of my parents' house for one um, and being able to drink. Besides that, I didn't really know what being an adult was. I just thought, like, I'm going to live... I don't know where I was going to live. A box. Shoot. I was going to live somewhere and drink. Oh, wow. I used to, I don't know. I feel like 
people that were adults around me made it look like you just had all this freedom and really i said i'm working hard i guess i just it didn't occur to me that they were not having that much fun they were just going to work <laughs> they were going to work it should it should have hit you when every morning if you if you miss the bus as often as i did when i had to walk into my parents bedroom and be like oh could you please drop me off at school? <laughs> and they were and so the, angry the, the evil eyes i would get oh my gosh yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what I idolized, but I really thought adulting was fun, but you just realized that the older you get, more bills are piling, because then it's like, you go from paying a car note to what, one day by paying for a mortgage, mm-hmm. then paying tuition, it just, it just piles up, it never stops. Exactly. And then one day you will earn, you will retire, and then earn less than you were earning when you were working, even though it's the money that you saved up for yourself. Why that? I'm about to be rolling in money yikes oh well, anyways let's let's move on from the sad shit i guess <laughs> let's get to the topic let's get to the topic so today we are talking about femininity mm-hmm. and to begin um i think that i did a few polls on my personal instagram the podcast is instagram which is at how far podcast shameful plug um, and I also did um, polls on Twitter, which is at How Far Podcast on Twitter. Um, so, you know, always go there and, like, interact and stuff so you can be part of these polls so you don't feel like you're missing out because they're all there. Anyways, the question was, um, when you think of femininity, like what, like, what comes to mind? And some people said socially agreed upon traits that are viewed as being representative of the female sex or just women in general Mm -hmm. um wow technical difficulties i like exited out femininity is whatever you desire it to be but all i know is it's beautiful so yeah i remember someone saying um attractive as fuck Uh um of course i soft peaceful inviting aura Yes. Okay. And I said fluid and nurturing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I did it on my Instagram, God, this is like, wow, Whitney, get it together. Um, someone said the entity of the female structure. Um, and then also I had asked, um, do people think it's more of like an energy type thing or if it's uh, more of like gen if it's binary if it's only for like the female sex and I had a lot of people I had a lot of people say both a lot of people said energy and just a few people said that it was um it was tied gender. to gender thank you for helping me out because I was going blank um was tied to gender so to even do this to even do this I want to I guess let me get your view. Where do you, what what do you take it as? Femininity. Mm-hmm. Is it energy or is it um binary? I think it's I think it's an energy. Um, mostly because I perceive it as an energy. Sometimes I'm more feminine, sometimes I'm more masculine. It just def- it just def- depends, I guess, on who I'm around and what I'm doing to uh really uh, exude that. It's not something I think that's like, you have to like, 
that everybody agrees on that that's how you have to act. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just how you just how you how you feeling at the moment. Okay. For me, yeah, I definitely think it's an energy because, like, at least for me, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I want to get your own point of view, but for me, growing up, like, it was like shoved down my throat, like it was feminine to, you know, cook, so you can grow up and cook for a man that would sit there and watch you cook. Anywho, um, <laughs> but you know, that was like shoved down my throat, and then just being like uh, a high schooler and seeing people like have the the um gazed upon like black woman body which is like small waist and big boobs and big ass and that like that being considered as feminine and me not embodying that i was just thinking like does that mean that i'm not feminine like then what does that like make me and then i had people like oh well you're dressing like like you dress more of like a tomboy and you don't really like to wear dresses or heels and whatnot and at the time like i didn't really like to wear makeup so i was really just like dang like so if if I'm not feminine but I don't feel like I'm masculine, like what the fuck does that mean? Like that's what I I started to like question it, but I think from a, just a little Google search and just reading and stuff, I was able to figure out like it's I feel like it's it's just more of an energy. Like I exude the strengths cuz I think that people people try to look at it as if like being feminine is negative and being like masculine presenting, I guess depending on what sex you are. Mm-hmm. It could be deemed as negative, but in reality, it's more of like a yin yang type thing. That's how I see it, at least. Like they go hand in hand. I, yeah, I agree with you. Like, like you said, growing up, <laughs> my mother thought it was. I think so. The thing is, right? Um, I don't think she meant it in uh, "this is how to be feminine" because for a really long time, my mother was okay with me dressing um, a certain way. Um, it just, she was more concerned by, I guess, the sexuality aspect of that. But the way she introduced it was a woman who wants a husband mm-hmm. will these things. Um, and then that, that encroached more on how I should dress and everything. But other people around me, they wanted like this, like this is how you are feminine. Like you, you speak like this or you don't speak at all. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. I get that. It, it was really shoved down our throats. And um, it just depends on who you are and how you, I guess, want to present that. Because I don't think it's negative for any any gender, sex, whatever, to be feminine. I or think be masculine, right. Or be yeah. ma- I think it's it's in, inside of us anyway. Like, it's exactly. It's you, like, yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, so on this podcast and any, just like for me in general, whatever I listen to, whatever I ingest, I always like to learn. And I remember telling Dong said like a while ago, like, oh, I want this episode to be lighthearted. And this might seem heavy, but to me, it's light. <laughs> to me, it's light. Because I know, you know, the world is in shambles right now. But I also never want to come on this podcast and just like spread my story or just like feel like I am saying things that are not educational or productive to any conversation that I'm having because personally I like to learn and so if I'm gonna put something on a platform I also want it to be educational mm-hmm. so a little history lesson I don't know if you know this but let me know if you already knew this right we all know that white people are the problem that's <laughs> scratch <laughs> that <laughs> wow I mean 
Wait, is that what I should have known? Or <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, not in those terms, but but we all know, right? Um, but let me give you a white a, a lesson. I'm about to say a white lesson, a lesson. <laughs> let me lesson. give you a lesson. Let's, let's go. So, femininity or the propaganda of it. Was supposed to be this idea of a thin white woman who's like upper middle class, non-sexual, subordinate to men. And it's like cis, like cis presenting or cis woman, really. Um, Huh? She seems boring. Right. Devoted wife and mother, like domesticated woman, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to, you know, protect or uplift, really, the white men. And in turn... When when people would describe black women, it would be like, oh, well, they're aggressive, um, they're angry, they're ratchets, they're ghetto. It's like all these like negative stereotypes that we now have taken as negative stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And that made other people think that black women should be underpaid, abused, raped. Mm. Yeah. And Is then when... Like, huh? No, I was just like, geez. Right. Well, and then came emancipation. listen i'm giving you a history lesson okay and then came emancipation and black women were rejecting all these narratives you know they're just like we're not like we're not angry we can be the same things that these white women are but i think that the problem is that now in 2020 hearing you know it's like as we grow language is changing right Back then, like, just saying, like, being able to say I'm not, like, portraying yourself as not the angry black woman, not the ratchet black woman, not any of these things because people were like, well, you're unwoman. Now that we're in 2020, people are still spewing the same things of, like, don't be ratchet, don't be this. And it's like, well, what's wrong with being the ratchet black woman? What's wrong with being the angry black woman? Like, being a woman is not monolith. Like, women... The word, well, womanhood in self, right? Womanhood has never looked the same or presented the same. It's always meant different things or presented itself different ways. And so whenever I feel like these people want to like have this rhetoric of like, oh, well, um, if you want to be feminine, you, you need to, you need to act throw, yeah, like act a certain way. You need to host events and do these Caucasian things. Essentially, that's really what it is. And tone down your voice and have appropriate hair and basically white white culture, like what we would assume to be like white corporate culture, and have your nose a certain way and cook for your man and serve your man first and things like that. And it's like, well, what about women who don't want to do that? Are you saying that they're unwoman, unwomen? unfeminine unfeminine right (laughs) like what is the word (laughs) but that and then that also leaves out a lot of women because then that leaves out like disabled women poor women because if you're saying like oh well if you're gonna do your nails like have them this way what about poor women who cannot afford to do their nails are you are you now saying that they're not feminine presenting because they're not able to afford these things that might make them look feminine presenting Mm. and it leaves out trans women and lives out all kinds of women who were not able to fit into these things called femininity. I think I think all of that talk and people trying to fit each other in the box is just it goes it all leads back, like you said, respectability politics, you know, like 
But who's who? Who are you being respectable for? Exactly. Like, what community are you trying to like set up and be like, well, look at me, like the white gays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, what what is the point of all that? Actually, like you you're like I'm pro black, I'm pro this. Yet you leave out all the things that are beautiful in black culture, all the things that like are embraced, like the people being able to express themselves with their hair, their nails, their outfits, and da-da-da-da. Like, just because she didn't want to wear a crop top does not make her less respectable than the next person. Right. She, or they love themselves, you know? Like, they like express themselves. Themselves out. a certain way. Yeah, and I just feel like it does not open. Then And then I feel like that's why nowadays, like, when people, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know about other people's minds, but I feel like on my timeline, at least, when people want to talk about black women or describe black women, they want to describe the insta baddie black women mm. as if like they're not nerdy black women, fat black women, disabled black women, trans black women. Like there are all kinds of black women, women, Jesus, black women. <laughs> but people decide to just hold on to the stereotype of what a black woman's supposed to look like, and then on top of that, you have these white women who are saying, well, all of your 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 behavior is on women, you know, from back in the day. It's like it's on women. But then now y'all want to have the ratchet nails that y'all say that these women are ghetto or ratchet. But then now you're doing the nails and the boxer braids, apparently. And you're doing all these things that, like, you have rejected and you have said that they're on women and they're not fit to be feminine and it doesn't make them respectable. And people also forget being respectable. Like, self-respect is subjective. True. So all this respectability politics for what? Like it's really subjective. It's, like I said, it's to fit in a box, like to get to the next level of, I guess, whatever status that is next. Like that, whatever status they feel like they're missing out from from being, you know, in the pool with everyone else. They want to be able to. Was it uh, progress? I guess, but. Even if you get into those channels, right? Even if you get into those those boxes, those groups with those people, it'll be it'll be less like like it's kind of like like it's it's more of like a self hating thing, right? There'll mm-hmm. be less opportunities for you to be able to like, truly see like how lovely you are in whatever way you are. You'll like hate yourself even more because you can't reach the status they're at. Like you're always going to be chasing that like that dream. True. It's just it's honestly ridiculous. It is. I agree. And when I think of femininity as an energy, according to Google, feminine energy is fluid, emotional, nurturing, receptive, accepting, dynamic, and masculine energy is defined as focused, logical, stable, goal-oriented, and strong. So it's like, I don't know why people want to reject the idea of being masculine as if, like, that's bad. Yes. Like, we all have those. Like, I think I'm goal-oriented. I won't say I'm... I will not say I'm a fluid person, but I'd say I'm receptive. <laughs> I don't go with the flow, but I think that I'm... No, you don't. I'm, I, I don't. But I would say that I'm receptive. I'm nurturing. I'm not that emotional, but I'd say I'm pretty nurturing. So, I don't know. I feel like when we start to think of things as not binary... Um, and we start to think of just just enjoying the human experience, mm-hmm. then I feel like everyone's lives will be easier because it's like, why do you wanna and I don't I'm not even trying to be a gatekeeper right now, but I feel like those those people are by trying to control 
by trying to control what other people are doing with themselves and how other women look and whatever else. Like, you're just trying to be a gatekeeper for what? And I feel like whenever people want to talk about being feminine, especially, I mean, as an African myself, like, I have seen in the African community where it's like, well, you don't want to be too much of... I don't know if you've heard that. I don't I don't know if you've heard that Chimamanda thing where she was like, um, like they want you to be strong, but not too strong. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember the yeah. entire thing. But um, I feel like that's how they, they try to make it seem. It's like, well, let the man be a man. And you don't want to be like, you don't want to present as masculine. But it's like, why, well, why, why is he uncomfortable doing those things? Like, that's not my problem. I was... Uh... I was talking to Rob uh, earlier today, right? And Rob had, like, this interesting thought. Um, He was saying, like, imagine if we popped back up, right? It was like we had the same knowledge to use the same technology to do the same things. But what if humanity started, like, at 2020? Would you still think, you know what I'm saying? This is the worst time to start. But (laughs) in the same, like, idea of, like, gender roles and... He was, he was talking, and I and I'm like, it probably we probably won't. Like, there's like a high chance we won't, that we, yeah. we won't. However, comma, not everybody's on the same goddamn wavelength. So there's going to be that one person that's like, I'm better than you, right? And then he was like, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. true. Thinking I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. And we're going to just slip and slide back to this hot mess we call. <laughs> I agree because even though like even though I feel like all the things that people were saying back in the day is the same things that women say now but it's just how the message is being sent has look it looks different now people so, like someone can write a tweet it doesn't have to be in a newspaper it doesn't have to be in tv you can see it on instagram by what is being shoved down your throat through like the algorithm Mm-hmm. And then, like now you're ingesting that and you're having to question yourself but i think it's the same like rhetoric that people are just rewriting over and over again but now they're just sending the message differently which yeah, sucks exactly. it does suck it's also really annoying too because you think like even in certain like spaces you go to you would think um and i'm not gonna throw anything out because i'm not trying to be blackballed anywhere but <laughs> you would think like these people everybody's like free everybody's chilling we all we all know how to use each other's pronouns and shit blah 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 you would think like people don't use gender roles yet they still do they in still relationship do. yeah well they still do and i'm not gonna say i'm like a fairy princess or like i'm like you know special because i still like for a long time still had like you know these thoughts but <laughs> <laughs> very but, recent um, but it's gross it's, yeah but it's crazy it's crazy like it, it doesn't escape especially because like people can't like it's hard to push that out of your mind even if you like are conscious of like this is wrong or yeah, whatever like you have to keep on learning you have to keep unlearning and it being like pushed on you onto over, you yeah on tv on whatever like i was listening to this sermon today and the guy was basically saying like how do you expect to to grow or whatever and you say, like, for example, you say you're not going to curse no more, yet you listening to stuff, you around people, you doing that stuff that's like... Yeah, like, that will make you want to do those things yeah. that you don't want to do. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, the best way to make things easier on yourself is to remove yourself from that situation, like from those situations, like in the in the sense of the whole cursing. Like, if you know that you're trying not to curse, maybe listen to the clean versions of songs instead of having to go through the the resetting your mind of like deleting of not saying those words. It'd just be easier not to hear them. Period. Mm-hmm. Question for you: mm-hmm. How would you escape the toxic? I guess the toxic um, framework of femininity. That society is but how how would you suggest escaping it because it's everywhere it is everywhere like like, like it's everywhere i yeah. can't even like I, can't, like I can name different things but it is i it think is. The way that I mean, even currently, the way that I have tried, and we've talked about this, is just like me reminding myself that for one, like I am a unique and like we're all number ones. We were that one sperm that made it among every fucking sperm, you know. Like we were number one. There is no other person like Whitney, and there will not be anybody like Whitney. Period. Except Except for who? Except for twins. But they not. But but the DNA not even like exact. But it's like there's only one me, and even if on like where like whatever platform I'm looking at, there's not a representation of me. I need to look in the mirror and remind myself I am a representation of me, and I am enough, and I'm feminine, and I'm masculine, and I'm all these things, and I am Whitney, and I embody Whitney, and nobody else will ever embody Whitney, and that's on period. And that's a period. <laughs> that's a period. But and then that, what 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 I have also done for myself, I feel like not i wouldn't say in high school like because i didn't really care too much but i think when i started dating and then more specifically dating men i almost felt forced to even even when i started dating women like i i felt forced to like go into the into the gender role of cooking and feeling like i have to like do those things that like my mom was like oh take care it's like who gonna cook for me and i I don't even feed myself like that i don't be cooking myself like that so why would i be slaving for somebody else so I think what I have done is just, like, do those things when I'm comfortable enough to do them. Like, if I want to cook for someone, then I cook for them because I want to. And mm-hmm. not because I feel obligated to to fulfill some type of gender role. Um, I, like, by, by the things that I read and digest and the people that I listen to, I make sure that they're not... They're not talking about gen like they're not spewing this type of rhetoric and they're not leaving out other women, period. Even if they're like, Oh, fem like even if they're like, Oh, it's an energy, but then you you wanna leave out trans women and you wanna leave out disabled women and fat women, then I don't want to listen to whatever you have to say, period. Because yes. you're not representing the things that you're speaking. So I think that that's one of the best ways like, to get away from that is to do those things. Even I feel like the one, even with my timeline, like if I know that me seeing certain things will not get me like or help me get through my day, then I just started unfollowing those people that I'm looking at. Because it's like, why look at them if it's going to set me back two steps tomorrow and I have to walk again? That's what I've done. So what have you done to step away from the binary? be non-binary <laughs> get out of here um no, to to try to avoid i guess being stuck in this whole i have to choose um being feminine masculine because i okay because when i let's say this right when i first i guess realized what being gay was you know um obviously i was masculine presenting and so my uh understanding of what that meant was to be a stud right Mm -hmm. and then when I was learning how to be a stud it really just people 
<laughs> these people don't they don't <laughs> they don't really help guide any fucking thing right because it was just kind of like it was like you know just like be like a guy like be like a guy right which led me to having very terrible misogynist ideals you mm-hmm. know that one but um, <laughs> recovering but, misogynist recovering misogynist but um it it's it was terrible because I felt like I couldn't be, um, even though I was a woman, um, or I guess I was regarded as a woman or whatever that hot mess was. I, um, I felt like I couldn't, you know, do basic shit. I couldn't go get my nails done with the person I was dating. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, um, I couldn't wear, uh, like a normal bra, like little wire bras. I had to wear sports bras or I couldn't wear like, (laughs) I couldn't wear like, Normal underwear. When I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. And there were people on the internet, like, regurgitating that, like, Stutter's not supposed to act like that stuff. I was like, God damn, y'all niggas get to do anything? Like, can we do, like, can we do anything fun? Like, I want to get my nails done. Like, I want to go get, like, you know, do something. Did you you feel like the people you were dating also expected you to pay because you were behaving in this way and then they were ingesting the same thing of, if I date a stud, the stud's gonna have to do this. I think the only person that didn't was, um, Falake, but, like, and then you, of course, but everybody else was, like, really, like, expecting of me to act a certain way, like, I had to protect them. Like, I had to, like, I'm scared too, like, goddamn, (laughs) you can't run, like, you can't run, like, we really gotta fight these people, you can't run, you just can't leave, like, or I had, like, I had to be the one that spoke up, like, you know me, I don't like, I don't like people, I don't like to, like, do too much in public, I don't like to, so having to, like, do that, that took me out of my comfort zone, like, I also want to be, you know, a little bit quiet, I want to be the, I want to be soft, like, I want to be, you know, shit i want somebody to you know have those masculine traits when i don't right you know? but it was it was a it was like a real um issue with that but now that i've like gotten into the whole non-binary thing you know wearing crop tops has been so freeing it's <laughs> 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 been such a blast um and people a lot of people are like that's feminine i don't know why but a lot of people are like that's gay and i'm like duh like i don't know what crack y'all are but but um being able to be feminine has been really freeing i guess for a moment there people were like especially my sister was like oh my god like are you gonna be straight now i don't know why that's like like Like, yeah like why is that yeah yeah like being feminine is somewhat linked to heterosexuality for some reason i don't know but again and, and i think like it and then when people say those things it's almost like i don't think that they take it like that but then you're saying that that person is on women as like you know what i mean it's like how like you're saying that only women can behave in those ways and that's one thing that i also changed was that when i discovered that like i just want to be me and i don't give a shit um i started to date people that also embodied the things that i embodied whether like i i would rather i would rather date people that are feminine and masculine oh okay well hello rob (laughs) why the hell you say hello rob like you're still recording i know but i mean it's okay okay oh i actually brought up your um your thought about popping up in 2020 and seeing like if people would still (laughs) 
But um, that is one thing that I did do is start dating people that have the same ideas of what women or men are like or whatever else. But I just think that we are put on this earth to enjoy the human experience and maybe people should just focus on enjoying the human experience instead of gatekeeping and telling people what they should or shouldn't do or be. Uh, Any last thoughts? Yeah, so we're going to ask Rob. Okay. You might have to come closer so you're not, like, yeah. yelling. So, good. How are you? <laughs> How's your week been? It's been pretty good. I've done nothing all week but work so. I'm proud of you. I'm not what, what do you. What is your idea of femininity? That's a tough one. I guess, I mean, if you go, like, back, I mean, before we've had discussions like this, if you go back to, like, just the traditional norms, I kind of think of it as, I don't know, I guess basically the traditional, like, woman that you would think started to be um, It's not my favorite thing in the world, but, like, you know, they talk about being submissive, stuff like that. Even, like, the stereotype of, like, you know, always wanting to get your nails done, just being kind of more of a softer side. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think, you know, describing it. Like, when people think of toxic masculinity, they think of aggressiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, being aggressive. All this other stuff. So when people think of feminism or femininity, that's a whole other conversation, yeah. right? When people think of femininity, I just think of being gentle, soft, and stuff like that. Okay. Do you think that you embody those traits of like femininity? Like, yeah. I mean, I think we all have like a different combination of it, you know. So yes, I do think I have some sort of like more feminine qualities. It's like I have some sort of masculine qualities. Right. I think. It's just some people just have, you know, they might be more masculine and slightly feminine, feminist, but I, I haven't met anyone that's just 100% masculine. I met people that look like, and normally those people that I meet that are 100% masculine, they seem like they're just trying to, like, you know, put on the image. Mm-hmm. But most when they're themselves, they're like, you know, fluid. a combination, yeah, mm-hmm. fluid, whether that's 80, 20, 70, 30. I agree. Uh, 70, 30. You're 70, 30? I think so. You're 70 masculine and 30 feminine? I think so. Do you think, do you think like society thinks it's wrong that men, I guess, embody, like that they're okay with being feminine? I think depending on the threshold, yes. So like, I don't think people like, so for example, there's stuff that I do that might be considered feminine. Like I get pedicures and stuff because I think I like to have good feet. No one's ever made fun of me for that. But yeah, do I do think if I like wore a dress, you know, I think society would be like, oh, that's kind of weird. But is a dress feminine? I think so. Why? Well, just, I'm just going by stereotypical stuff. Oh, okay. It's like, stereotypical, it's like, the way our society is structured is considered more feminine to wear, like, dresses, to, you know, get your nails done, dress up, being like, that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, like, I think a lot of, like, the basis that we come from comes from, like, millions of years of evolution. Like, that's why we talk about, that's why I brought up that kind of, uh, you know, thought question of, like, what would happen if we were just all popped here in 2020? Mm-hmm. I do think a lot of our, like, gender norms come from, like, millions of years of evolution, you know. Back in, you know, before the Neolithic Revolution, before we had, like, technology and stuff, when we're hunting and farming, typically mm-hmm. guys are just typically stronger. So, of course, they're going to do the hunting. Of course, you're going to have to be more masculine if you're doing the hunting, you're fighting wars and everything. It just forces you to kind of be more masculine, tougher, aggressive, and all that. I have a question. So, 
I was listening to some girl's like video on being feminine and she was like giving women tips and she was talking about how so she's a married woman and she was like well you know sometimes you just have to let the man be the man and like don't be too masculine if you were dating someone and you heard them say that what would you think yes I don't like you know I don't like that actually that's one thing I don't like I actually like prefer independent women that's actually one of the things I find attractive. Like, no, that's just that's just my thing. I like people that are independent. Like, this I hold. Like, when I think of a relationship, I think of it as kind of like equal fifty fifty. So when someone tells me that, like, oh, be more submissive, and that's fine. Like, if I I don't shame people who feel like I want to be submissive and they mm-hmm. want someone. I think you know that's fine. I just feel like you shouldn't shame others who don't want that. Correct. But uh, for me, like, I want someone that's an equal partner. Like. I feel like some people, like the people that think like that, and it's men and women that think like that. There's women that think, you know, the man should be the mm-hmm. care the provider or the caregiver and stuff like that. And there's also men that think like that. But I personally feel like I don't, I don't even, I, it feels like I don't want to sound like I'm undermining them, but it's just kind of like, I feel like I would be raising a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's like, you know, if they're just like, they don't want to work, you know, I, and I get, you know, staying at home and cleaning and stuff, it's, it's a pain, but I kind of want someone that wants to speak up, not someone where it's just like, if, if I'm doing something and they don't feel uncomfortable and they, well, and they feel uncomfortable not saying, well, I shouldn't speak because he's the man, he should be in charge. Like, I want something that's equal. Like, no, if I'm on BS, like, tell me I'm on BS because as Ian knows, I speak my mind. And I'm <laughs> done my, but we just go always, back and forth. She will always tell me when she thinks I'm being done. So that's how that's personally how I feel about that's it. That's how it rolls. Okay. Well, thank you guys for well, thank you for being a pop up guest. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to listen to the podcast, you could just yeah, ask I, I, Ian yeah. and they'll tell you. Oh, okay, cool. Then you can, you know, listen to yourself today. So thank you for being a pop up guest, Rob. And oh. thank you, Adongsit, for being on the podcast. No problem. All right, bye bye. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening um i honestly i what i want you guys to take from this podcast today is just let people do them and let people just live their lives if you if you're out there and you're listening and you think that you are 100 100 feminine that's okay if you think that you're 100 percent mass masculine that's also okay i just think that um Whenever you are speaking on who you are, just don't forget that. Just try not to don't just try not to leave other people out. Make sure that you are including everyone. So if you're speaking on being feminine, you want to give out tips on how people should be more feminine. Um, I think that whenever you're speaking, maybe do just just do your research. That way, you're not leaving out other people who might feel a certain way. I mean, being an adult now, I am so glad that. I have come to a place where I am able to have that self-awareness to have a conversation with myself um, for me to open up, I don't know, read a book, watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast. I'm able to intake information and dissect it for myself. But then you have people out there that whatever they're giving is what they take. So if you're sitting on this panel and you're telling people and you're telling women, specifically black women, and you're saying this is this is what it means to be a black feminine woman and you're describing people who don't look like them, you just have to realize that you're shaming them and you're making them feel like they're unwomen. 
which is what the white women did for black women. So I think just keep that in mind. Um, what we need to live is a world where everyone is included and everyone can be themselves unapologetically. But thank you guys again so much for listening and have a good weekend. We've come to the end of another interesting podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and shout out to my guests for coming on here to tell us what their opinions are. Do not forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at How Far Podcast and also on Twitter at How Far Podcast. That way, if we have a poll, you can go ahead and participate. You know what what the next topic is going to be about. You can also DM if you would like to, you know, come onto the podcast and share your own opinions. And also, we can go ahead and, you know, continue the conversation off this platform because because these conversations cannot end here we have to keep having them in real life and we have to keep challenging other people and of course ourselves so thank you guys so much and have a good night